Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Miss Allgood, and you're listening to Spirituality is Reality. And I just want to welcome anyone that is new who has never heard my voice before. I am usually on at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com. But today uh, was truly a different day for me, and it was different uh, not just because it's daylight savings times here in uh, on the East Coast and uh, in the United States, <laughs> but uh, I just decided to do this show on a whim, uh, at this time rather. This was on my heart. I needed to say it. I needed to speak about it, and I wanted to just get on the air as soon as possible to do so. For those of you that have always listened to my broadcast and have been following me from the very beginning, you know that this is not a conventional broadcast. You know that this is not about conventional uh, occult spirituality, esoteric, uh, psychic, uh, any kind of, uh, and I know psychic and psychics have been a thing for so many years now. A lot of people are intrigued with psychics. I've talked about psychics in prior broadcasts, and I I feel the need to mention psychics again. I've said a lot about them. Uh, they really don't have any spiritual knowledge or wisdom, but we'll get into that in another broadcast. I like to talk about many, many different things, and a lot of the things that I talk about relate to real life and real life spiritually, because let me tell you something. Spirituality truly is reality. Real life has to do with uh, not so much the external but the internal because when you are mature and when you are wise, and not everyone is wise, you realize that life is lived mentally. It is not really lived through the senses, but it is lived through the mind. If you experience feelings of being angry, feelings of hatred, feelings of jealousy, feelings of uh, desiring what your fellow man or your neighbor has, this is all a mental experience. And there is a reason for that, friends. And all of this is explored right here on Spirituality is Reality. There's nothing that goes untouched or unexplored. So tonight, if you're online, you can see that we're talking about laziness. And I don't want to waste much time because I don't really have that long to broadcast. I have about 30 minutes, give or take a few. So I want to get right into what I'm saying. And if any of you want to comment, you can always call in at 619-924-0950. Your comments, uh, anything, questions are greatly appreciated because I like to say that I, I am interactive. And I don't really want this to be a lecture. I want us to all partake in what is being said here. So we're talking about laziness. And the laziness of man has cost him his life. Yes, it has, friends. Let's talk about what laziness really is or being lazy. Laziness is really a lack of drive. It is man's inability to do what is necessary to sustain his own livelihood. And, friends, livelihood has to do with sustenance. So I had that word sustain in the definition of laziness uh, being a lack of drive. So what we're talking about here is man not having the inner drive to sustain himself. Man is really in error. He is in error in the way he thinks. Man believes his sustenance is of his corporeal needs and desires. 
And this, my friends, is not the case. You see, what man does not know is that it is the mind that sustains the body. Man must nourish his mind, not his body. Friends, mind over matter. That is what that means. Man, since the beginning, the very beginning, has thought that if he exercises his body, if he uh, dresses up his body, excuse me if you hear noise, I am in a, in a city, um, man has thought if he's done all of those things that he will be fine and well. But what man doesn't know is if he does not take care of his mind, his body will reap serious consequences. He will be sick, not only physically, but mentally ill. And that is what we're dealing with right now in the world, friends. We have uh, physical ailments, but we have uh, many more mental illnesses uh, in right now as we know it. Friends, there are so many mental illnesses, we are beyond diagnosing all of them. We don't even realize that uh, a lot of the illnesses we may think are physical ailments or of the body are coming from the mind. And why is man mentally ill? Man is mentally ill because he is not doing anything for his spirit, for his soul. You see, man, he thinks that if he goes to school, if he gets a higher education, such as college, if he pursues the highest degrees of the land, that he is uh, doing something for his mind. He thinks that uh, learning in a school is doing something for his mind. But there's a problem with this because the purpose of school nowadays has nothing to do with really expanding and nurturing the mind of man. School basically is about acquiring a skill, a trade, or some kind of degree in order to get a job or have some kind of long career. That's all it's really about. School actually does nothing for the mind. It does not feed Man's soul. When I use the, the word mind, I'm also talking about the soul because they are interchangeable. So man is really spiritually starved because he's not feeding his mind, he's not nurturing his soul, which are one and the same. Now the mind is also not the same as the brain. The brain is the physical organ, but the mind is unseen and it is intangible. So the mind, we could say, is the soul or the innermost being of a person, it is, in fact, the essence of man. It is man. And so this is why it is of the utmost importance to nurture it. And this is what man is not doing, but he thinks that he's doing it. The problem is that man is lazy. Now, why is man lazy? Now, we can say quite... Uh, simply that man does not want to work. Man does not want to do the work necessary to cultivate his character. Man does not understand that he cannot really call himself a man unless he has worked for selfhood. I've talked about selfhood in so many of my prior broadcasts. If any of you uh, have any questions about it, you can always feel free to go back, listen to the archive broadcast, 
and start from the beginning because I have really built, or I should say um, dug a path, dug a path, a spiritual path for you to get to this point of where we are now. So man doesn't want to do the necessary work that he needs to do, which is of selfhood, which has to do with his character. Now, the character of man really is of a uh, moral disposition. Man's character has to do with his moral character, and that is, in essence, who a man is. We've talked about this so many times. The who of a person is their moral character. Because when we strip everything away from a person, we strip away their economic status, we strip strip away their race, we strip away their nationality, we strip uh, them of anything external, the way they look, the way they talk, the way they walk. What is left when you strip everything away that is superficial and of the external? All that is left of a man is his heart. And within the heart of man is his moral character which is his character. That's essentially who he is. And the work that a man has to do while he's here on earth, while he's here, not after he dies, while he's here, is of his character. So man uh, needs to be focused on building his character. But all man is really focusing on is building his bank account. All men really care about nowadays is acquiring money, and fulfilling corporeal needs and desires. Man wants pleasure, and he also wants pain, because pleasure and pain go together. Man wants to uh, live high on the horse. Man wants a life of ease. Man doesn't want to go through any hardships. Man doesn't want to suffer. Man doesn't want to feel pain. Man doesn't want to do anything for his fellow man. Man certainly does not want to humble himself and do the work of service. Man doesn't want to contribute and share anything with his fellow man. Why is this so? It is because man only wants to commit to working when he can see that it is beneficial to him. Man will not do anything if he can't perceive how he will get anything out of the deal. Man goes to school, he trains for high, he get, uh, goes to school, trains, uh, does a trade, works for higher education, hopefully to get a good career, to make money. That's what he's getting out of it, so he'll do it. He has no problem uh, getting up in the morning and going to work because he knows that's what he has to do to sustain himself uh, in a, as far as the corporeal is concerned. But when it comes to matters of the heart, when it comes to the mind and the heart because they go together, uh, man does nothing because man doesn't think he has to. He totally ignores his heart, and he does nothing to feed his mind. And man is suffering because of this. I tell you right now, friends, because man is lazy, because man does not want to know, because this is what it's really about, man does not have the knowledge. He does not know these things, nor does he want to know. Man rejects spirituality. That is the truth of it. Man rejects spirituality. He only wants to know things when it will uh, put food on the table, clothes on his back, shelter, or put money in his bank account. If it does not do any of the aforementioned, man has no interest in it. This is why man doesn't want to read the scriptures. He has no interest in God. He has no interest in universality. He has no interest in nature. He has no interest in anything that cannot contribute to him in a materialistic way. 
Man is a fool. Because he has not nurtured his own heart, his mind, because he has not cultivated a sense of selfhood and identity that is independent of the material world, it is costing him his life. Now what I say is extremely important and extremely valuable for you to know. Man does not know that whatever he does, whatever he does for his fellow man, he does for himself, whether this be good or evil. You see, the inward drive or force that man is causes him to act in his world. Man, we have said, is a force, and man is a force of nature. He is an unseen force, and this force is his drive. And this drive is based upon his desire or his will. So man acts in the world based upon his desire, which is his weakness, or his will, which is his strength. There seems to be some kind of problem on blogtalkradio.com because they're telling me I only have 90 seconds left. And if we are cut off, friends, Um, please join me next week. Follow me so you can know when I'm on, and then you can get updates that go straight to your inbox. I will continue to talk until I am cut off. So we have desire on one hand, which is weakness, and will on the other, which is the strength of man. Now, this is really really one force. Desire would be the uh, lower nature or the nature of the body, which has to do with man's pleasures, his pain, his desires, his covetousness, covetousness, his uh, desire uh, to be ambitious, his greed, his lust, all of the things that bring a man down essentially, keep him uh, selfish, keep him from doing anything for his fellow men would be his desire. Now, as far as the will, the will would be his uh, man in his upright state, his state of righteousness, uh, him wanting to... Uh, wanting the best, rather, for his fellow men, him having goodness in his heart, him loving his fellow men, him wanting to share himself with his fellow men. Now, what causes man to be driven to work, or rather, rather one man to be driven to work and another man to be lazy? Friends, we're talking about it. It's man's motive. Man's motive is totally based on who he believes himself to be. Man's motive goes back to, really, his own self-worth. Man's self-worth comes from who he is and what he does for his fellow men in the world. If a man does nothing for his fellow men in the world, he cannot have a sense of self-worth. 